Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 128 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at EDDYC85. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast, and our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. It is uh, Sunday, September 11, 2022, and we are here to record... Our review of the 2014 reboot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Eddie, how are you on this uh, Sunday morning? I'm doing quite well. I'm better than you, I know. That that makes one of us, yes. <laughs> if I'm uh, if I'm a bit more reserved on this episode, I do apologize, folks. I'm I'm battling something right now. Wish I knew what it was, but yeah, you can probably tell by the tone of my voice. I'm not at 100% right now, but let's let's try and go for a Jordan flu game, you know, even though he he had food poisoning, which ironically might be what I have. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to clarify something. I don't know how I forgot this from last episode. I promoted the Instagram at EC HeroCast. I said I couldn't remember if there was any Guardians, the Galaxy stuff there, and I was like, I don't think so. There was a lot, and uh, I don't know how I forgot all this. <laughs> well, there was a lot of everything, so you forget some stuff. But, uh, yeah, you can head over to the Instagram. We got a nice bust of Groot, a handsome fella. There's the uh, the daggers that uh, Drax had, the Walkman, the orb. I was really close to an Infinity Stone. What do you think about that? Um, Ooh. The costumes of, you. I know. The costumes of Star-Lord and uh, Gamora. And I think that was it, but that's pretty good to mount and uh, completely forgot about it. But yeah, a lot of good stuff. And the uh, some of the Marvel Disney Plus shows. Um, I thought one of the ones I thought was the coolest was Luke Cage's jacket with a bunch of bullet holes in it. That was kind of neat. But, yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm trying to find your uh, Guardian stuff here on the it's Instagram. It's in the, uh, the very first post of all. There's like 50 pictures, so there's a yeah. lot. And, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, worth checking out. So if you listen to that episode and you were like, eh, it didn't sound like it was all that great. There's no guardian stuff there. There was, I just forgot <laughs> about it. There was, um, I mean, it's a lot to remember. Like you had Iron Man suits, you had the original green goblin helmet. Um, you had a lot of artwork, um, ton of movie props. The, uh, the suitcase that holds the Iron Man suit that was there. That was kind of cool. Uh, the shield, one of many Captain America shields. Um, a lot of outfits and everything. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, Billy. Oh, the vulture <laughs> helmet. He was there. Oh yeah. Yeah. If it's, a, if it's a traveling exhibit and it's headed to your town, I encourage uh, encourage everybody to check it out. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, this was released on August 8, 2014. What were you doing around that time, man? Oh, let's check the old time capsule here. Oh, yes. The big tease. The felon. <laughs> Almost forgot. Uh -oh. So, I was at a... Uh, I went to a Columbus Crew game over the Galaxy. They won. And there was a celebrity in attendance... You could take pictures with. Maybe I should upload this to the HeroCast Instagram. <laughs> but there's a celebrity, of, like a D-list celebrity, that you could take photos with before the game, which I did. And uh, I still have the photo. And it was none other than Jared from Subway. Oh my God! <laughs> I think it was like. Uh, ten, eight, eight, nine, ten months later, somewhere around there, where he would be arrested. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, apparently he was already under investigation at this point, so that was uh, yeah. that was kind of weird. And I was thinking about this the other day, because that's not the first time I've seen Jared from Subway. I saw him. I didn't get a photo with him, but I saw him at a like a Blue Jackets game 
where he just comes out and waves and everything. He's like, look, I used to be fat. Now I'm not. And it's like this dude had like the coolest job. You got he he was worth and I I checked this. He was estimated worth was like fifteen million dollars. His job gave him free subway for life. Probably not anymore. And he had because um, he had like a subway black card. That's what they said. And then he had uh, like subway would just send him around to different sporting events, and he would just go and watch games at different venues and take photos. It's like, God, this dude had the best job and just completely threw it all away. And now he's in prison. Uh, but yeah, like, what a waste. Yeah. What a waste. Absolutely. But... Absolutely. Well, I definitely didn't meet any pedophiles. and I'm, <laughs> Look, you know, I didn't know at the time. Um, yeah. Know, if I had, I would have, you know, like... <clears throat> I was just, and this ties in with my history with the movie, because this is the first time I've seen it in full. Um, I was not seeing this in theaters. I was seeing the, uh, what was it, the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, or what? what the second one with uh, Gary Oldman and others. Mm. The, the not James Franco one that came out this year. Yeah, we miss James Franco, speaking of... Uh... Mm. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Hey, his 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 offenses were not with minors, so that's something. I don't even know what he did. So I I, I, I don't either. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Unless it's really He's bad, little... like a, an Epstein, then I'll pay attention. But I don't know, man. Like I I have nightmares of of Brian Stelter from <laughs> CNN. So I don't know. What a weird thing to say. It is weird. Um, literally everything in the time capsule isn't the same as last week because this movie came out one week after the previous Guardians. So John Cena and Neville, still your WWE and NXT champion. Uh, Michael Elgin, still your Ring of Honor world champion. And Lashley, still your TNA world heavyweight champion. Number one wow. song. Nobody by got Digi- stripped of their title for uh, crying backstage? No. No, okay. that didn't well, that's happen. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Rude by Magic is still the uh, – sorry, I'm not going to yell this week. Um, still the number one song by Digital Download, so that's that's something. Well, yeah, you mentioned history with the movie. My history with the movie actually goes back to 2011. No. How? Sorry, not 2011. Uh, 2012. But I was at – well, I'll explain because I was at work. I was talking with this coworker, who was also a Turtles fan, and we were reading about the new movie that was coming out. And I remember specifically, we both found out at the same time that uh, Michael Bay would be involved, and we were just like, "This is not good." <laughs> I mean, it. And I was, I remember pointing out, I was like, "You know, the one thing that Turtles doesn't really have a lot of is explosions." Like, I don't remember a lot from the cartoon. I didn't read the comics, but I saw the cartoon. Like, I don't remember many explosions. And he's like, well, there's a, there's going to be. And to Michael Bay's credit, I know he's just the producer, not the director, but there was only one, so credit. But, uh, yeah, I just knew when he was attached to this, it was gonna, it was gonna go badly. He has a formula, I've noticed, with Transformers, where he gets a hold of your, property from your childhood and he makes movies that look trailer wise awesome but they're not very good and then the movies just get progressively worse and they progressively lose more money until the public figures them out thankfully for our sake they figured it out very quickly with ninja turtles as there's only two of them but uh yeah that's the michael bay formula and hopefully he doesn't get uh any more properties, you know, no, uh, I don't want him to do any, well, what else, like, uh, a Power Rangers movie, no Voltron, no, Rugrats. well, there's no, there would definitely be no explosions in Rugrats, so I don't think we have to worry about that. <laughs> you never know. Um, yeah, no, uh, no Centurions, no, uh, I don't know. Oh my god, X-Men. Oh god, no. 
<laughs> they didn't get announced at D23 yesterday. I was a little mad about that. Mm. They had a Hold teaser it. in She-Hulk. I was like, okay, well, they probably knew this would air right before D23. And they didn't... Uh, nothing. Nothing. Are you, you going to watch uh, Nedpool? <laughs> what is it? Nedpool? Oh, I didn't see... Uh, I knew there was a uh, Deadpool 3. I didn't hear much more about it. No, no, no. The Simpsons did, like, a whole, like, fake uh, Simpsons cinematic universe thing, and they just did parodies based on Simpsons characters, and that was theirs. was Nedpool. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, they had the uh, the Thunderbolts cast, which, eh, that's fine. Um, what else was there? Not a whole lot. Um... There's a new werewolf show. That looks pretty sweet. So Really? Yeah, I think it starts in October. But it's like a Marvel horror. I've only watched it once. That and the Secret Invasion got a uh, trailer. Which, hard to tell how that looks. I guess it looks okay. But uh, the werewolf show was probably the big takeaway. I was like, okay, that looks pretty awesome. I, I want to say it was next month. But it seems like a trailer would have dropped before then. But it seems like it's also too early for a trailer to drop for next year. So let's uh, double check here. Marvel Werewolf. Werewolf by Night. That was the name of it. And it will drop on Disney+. Plus. I guess it is. Uh, probably looks like it might be this year. But... Maybe we'll get some Blade cameos or something in that. Or Maybe. Some... But, yeah, that looks... Uh... Yeah, television, here we go. Yep, October 2022. A Halloween-based on Werewolf by Night is scheduled to be released on Disney Plus October 22 with Gail Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell, Laura Donnelly in an undisclosed role, and Michael... Giacchino directing. Oh, there we go. Yes, there we go. There was also a movie made, but it was never made. They just wrote it and was like, oh, that's the end. <laughs> it didn't take Interesting. off. Interesting. But I would encourage you to check the trailer. I think, uh, yeah, it looked good. It looked cool. I know you're a horror guy, so. Yeah, of it had It had some, it, it felt it also had, like, the old-timey horror feel, like the old 1920s Dracula or whatever. But then it gets, as the trailer goes on, it gets progressively, like, more modern. So I thought that was kind of neat. Hmm. But, yeah, not much else from D23, unless you are a big Little Mermaid fan. Yeah, I love Little Mermaid. Oh, and Snow White, they're dropping that. And Oh, a friend of mine, we had a conversation about Snow White. You remember the the movie Nutty Professor, how Eddie Murphy played, like, all the roles? Yeah. Snow White, the Seven Dwarves, Peter Dinklage plays all seven dwarves. Really? That's my idea. Oh. Pretty great. Oh, so they, so they didn't do that then? <laughs> no, they just announced that they're making it. <laughs> mm. And they're not going to be dwarves. They're going to be seven regularly sized people. I would hope not. They gotta be dwarves. I don't know. I feel like that's a that's a bridge too far for some people. I feel like Peter Dinklage actually spoke out against that for what it's worth. <laughs> I mean, he was Bolivar Trask, who was uh, not a little person in the comics. He just happened to be. And yeah. He, he will later go on to play a giant. So. Yeah. I don't know. Or they could get. Uh, this is maybe the best segue. Or they could get Danny Woodburn, the voice of Splinter, a.k.a. Um, oh, who was he in Seinfeld? Um, Mickey. Yeah, Mickey. He was also in Watchmen, too. Yeah, he was, yeah. Great segment. I don't know, man. I heard, he, I heard he heightens, though. I wouldn't want to work with him. <laughs> he did the... He also he was, uh, he was not the voice, sorry. Um, but he was the motion capture for Splinter. Oh. Uh, oh, and the other set a history of the movie is I saw it in theaters once, and uh, that was good. I don't spoiler alert. I I didn't go to the theaters to see number two, so mm. 
You didn't want to see Seamus? No. I've seen bits and pieces of it on TV because I was like, where's the scene where... Because um... there was a scene I was expecting to see. It was... Um... Um, let me think. Oh, actually, um, I actually started number two by mistake. Uh oh. <laughs> and I was like, "What is going on? Why are they already turtles? Like, where's the origin story?" And uh, I watched five minutes. And I'm like, "Wait a minute." They mentioned they already saved the city. I'm like, "This doesn't sound right." So, <laughs> um, yeah, by the way, the first five minutes uh looked rough. No, it was. Uh, I saw a scene from number two. It was like Tyler Perry was in it, and I was like, where's yep. Tyler Perry in this movie? And he wasn't in it. So apparently I've seen a part of number two. Yeah, I I've definitely remember. never seen all of number two. I know Tyler Perry plays uh, someone in the second one, and I know it didn't go over well. Baxter Stockman. There we go, yes. <laughs> I remember that. I was waiting for him to show up, and I'm like, oh, I guess he was in two, but I never saw two. So... Maybe I was channel flipping, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I guess we can get into the cast. Um, I don't know. We don't really do the voice people too much. But I still need you to uh, identify because... Hold on one sec. Okay, well, I've heard of... Hold on one sec, man. Well, we have... Megan Fox, never heard of her. No. Yeah, this was like her and Michael oh, Bay's big... Uh... Okay, hey, let me ask. <clears throat> did you ever watch Blue Mountain State? No. Okay, did you watch the new Jack Reacher on Amazon? No. Never mind, because that's the guy that voiced <laughs> Raphael. Well, sorry. Um, but no, it's, uh, Megan Fox and Michael Bay had like the falling out of Transformers, and I guess this was like their big makeup movie. I don't know. So. Yeah. Good. I guess. She was okay in this. Kind of indifferent. Mm. I don't know. She didn't. Uh... Johnny Knoxville. I mean, yeah, it's it's Megan Fox. She's not a great actress, man. Like, let's just be honest here. No. No, she was uh, here for the paycheck. Yeah. I guess there is a, uh, there's a Baxter Stockman cameo in this. But uh, it's not Tyler Perry. Yeah. Hey, Johnny Knoxville was in, was uh, Leonardo. Yeah, he was the voice. Um, and then we had uh, Jeremy Howard, Donatello, Alan Richson as Raphael, Noel uh-huh. Fisher as Michelangelo, and the voice of Splitter. That guy looks. That guy looks recognizable, but I. It's like one of those, I've clearly seen him in... St- oh, Shameless. Okay, never mind. Oh, Noel? Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> also voiced well, Toad in X-Men Evolution. Interesting. Tony Shalhoub voiced uh, Splinter. Mm-hmm, sure did. Oh, Monk himself. And let's see... Here's one I never thought we would see this late into the run. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, shout out Whoopi. Yeah, shout out. I didn't think we'd see her, period. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't aim to see her, period, but you know, whatever. What about Will Arnett as Vern? I thought he was annoying. <laughs> uh, I, think, I feel like when he took like a day into filming... Um, Will Arnett was just like, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> that is a, that is a, anytime anyone from Arrested Development shows up, I'm going to make that reference somehow, some way, just so you know. Okay, well, I've never seen it. You need to watch it. I've said that for over two years, and I'm going to keep saying it. Well, I keep saying you need to watch James Bond, and you won't do it, so. Well, there's too many of them. There's too many episodes of Arrested Development. Cap. Well, how about our favorite actor who no one knows his name, but he's in a lot of <laughs> movies, uh, William Fitchner as Eric Sachs, not uh, the Shredder. First off, that, that is not John Michael Higgins, okay? No, it's... John Michael Higgins is my favorite character actor. We are big fans of William Fitchner. 
I've got nothing against William Fishner. It's just John Michael Higgins is is my number one. William Fishner is my number one. He's the guy whose career I would want the most because he's a multimillionaire. No, 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 no. Michael Kelly is my number one. Yeah. Now, we discussed this. William Fishner, that's the career I would want. You see him at a restaurant, you're like, hey, that's the, that's the banker from Dark Knight. I don't, I don't know the actor's name. So yeah. you get to be a millionaire. You get to be in a lot of cool movies. I mean, not so much this one, but... Uh, and then you get to ha- you get to live in obscurity, relative obscurity, because no one knows your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you still get to act. Yeah, as well. Get to be an entourage. That was cool. Get to do the uh, be the villain in Lone Ranger. Oh my god. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot about the Lone Ranger. He, uh, you know, the funny thing is this. This, I will say, he he was not far off from being in a cool role he was actually initially going to be shredder but huh. uh people did not like that uh i guess they i don't know that they changed their mind and brought in let's see i'll mispronounce this but uh it's definitely a japanese tohoru guy. masamune so i was actually thinking about this and I was like, you know, in a perfect world, you would you would just go back to formula with this movie, and you would have old Tohoru, uh, you would give him history with Splinter. In the uh, I know in the the first movie he was uh, already a rat and he watched his sensei do karate and learned it from his cage. In the cartoon, Splinter ran the Foot Clan in Japan, but they were good, and Shredder. Uh, like sabotaged him and had him framed for attempted murder of like some grandmaster and they kicked him out. So Shredder took over the Foot Clan, they became evil. And then Splinter moved to New York and he had to live in the sewers. I'm not sure why. I guess he was homeless. And but even homeless people don't live in the sewers, but anyway he did. So he, he moved to the sewers and this is when the turtles with the ooze dropped in and landed on him and they turned in so you know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but he, because he hangs out with rats so much, it also turned him into a rat. So I would have maybe gone with that origin story. That way Shredder and Splinter have some history. But uh, they didn't. So I would say between the options that were available, I would have just gone with William Fitchner as Shredder. I mean, it's like he had a connection with the Turtles. That was okay. Shredder himself, I mean, it might as well just been a robot, quite frankly. I mean, you couldn't even tell there was a person under there. You could have just had William Fitchner controlling Shredder the robot, which I know people would have hated. But it's like, it's either that or, hey, we added these two scenes with the Shredder as a human where he just kind of talks you know, in Japanese and doesn't really contribute much to the story. And it's like, oh, yeah, he raised uh, Eric Sachs. Sure, that's what happened. So the two scenes with him were reshoots, and they completely feel tacked on, like, oh, yeah, we're just editing this movie and throwing this Japanese dude in to be Shredder because we changed our mind about Eric Sachs being Shredder. And between those two options... I would have just gone with Eric Sachs' Shredder. I mean, I know the hardcores would have been pissed, but, like, the alternative was just a tacked-on Shredder who didn't add anything to the movie. So, but that's what I would have done. Like I said, in a perfect world, you'd have done the the more of the backstory, but uh, I don't know. They didn't do that. So between the options, I thought they picked wrong. It's a Michael Bay movie, so you're going to have that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, William did good. I mean, he's like a sinister-looking CEO type. So Yeah, he looks inherently like someone you can't trust. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's perfect casting. Yeah, I forgot that he was the villain, and I just wrote in the, the notes, like, this is obviously the villain. <laughs> yeah, just look at him. Like, I hate to prejudge, but it's like, yeah, he's a bad guy. I don't think he's ever played a good guy in any of the movies we've seen him in. Yeah. 
I know he was, he was in a TV show, I don't remember the name of it. Um, it's actually kind of cool that his character got killed off or something. But he was like a paranormal investigator or something. It was kind of cool, but he, like after two seasons, his character was written out or something. Like, okay, it's not cool anymore. But that was the only time I've ever seen him be a good guy. Uh, Let me see. Now I'm curious. Oh, yeah, Crossing... Was it Crossing Lines? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. It's a uh, crime thriller television series. Yeah, it was... A, it's like over... It aired in Europe, but, like, it was on Netflix for a while. <coughs> yeah. He's a former New York police officer. His life has fallen apart. And uh, he's addicted to morphine, so that's cool. And uh, he's recruited to join the International Crime Court, a special crime unit uh, based in the Hague. The Hague, I don't know. It investigates a variety of crimes that cross international borders. I guess it wasn't uh, it's paranormal. I don't know where I came up with that. But uh, the unit, uh, I don't know. It was cool, but then uh, he was written out, so I stopped watching. So there huh. you go. More than you ever wanted to know on William Fitchner. Old Bill Fitchner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, was is there he, anything was else? The, I feel like I feel like he was the highlight of this movie. Oh yeah, I mean. And that's a that's a low bar. I could tell he was having fun with it. Yeah. I mean, oh, the facts and figures. I almost forgot. But uh, I mean, after he said he was glad he wasn't Shredder and he thought the movie was better from it. I don't know. I think he was just saying that. <laughs> yeah. Go along to get along, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the budget, $125 million. Box office, $493.3 million. So a solid, solid profit, I would say. Yeah. Where did that put us at? That puts us at um, $368.3 million. 460.6 for the inflation and it is number 20 on the list right in between Batman from 89 and right above the mask although much lower in both uh, from the inflation but yeah especially <laughs> Batman yeah but yeah there you go okay what about the critics what would they what would they give us no score, Gami. Not even close. Critics, 21%. And fans, 50%. Oh, wow. So half the fans hated it. And uh, even more critics. critics. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. You know, you got such a goofy concept, but how do you make it cool and good? And it's tough. Yeah. And we've really only seen one time where they've done that in all of the movies attempted. Um, the only other thing I would say is I thought the turtles themselves looked pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're nightmare fuel for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the outfits are, are okay with each got like some flair on it. That's cool. But they look goofy in the faces. I don't know. Yeah. And they're, I don't know. I thought they were way too bulky. Yeah. Like, really like massive which i i liked how they were a little smaller in the first movie but okay plot time i don't know i think i i think you know it's better that they were taller because it's like oh would you really want someone who's as tall as megan fox to be like your 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 quartet of uh heroes here you know oh we forgot Where's Megan Fox on the Jenny Blake standard? Eh, she's not bad. She did kill Shredder. She did. Or kind of. Yeah, and she didn't even say, whoops. <laughs> yeah, there's no Casey Jones in this movie. That would have been cool. Uh, wait for the sequel. Oh, okay. Yep. Like I said, I only remember the one scene from the sequel. I don't even know why I remember that. I must have seen it on TV and just saw Medea being Baxter Stockman, and just, in my mind, I was probably just like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> no offense to Tyler Perry, but I don't picture him as a villain. 
No, he's Medea. Yeah, he's, he's Medea, and look, he's made a, 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 a lot of money being Medea, and that's great. Uh-huh. But Baxter Stockman, like, what? That's not who I would have thought of at all. Yeah. I don't know. He could be like a voice of a turtle, maybe. That would have been okay. Maybe. Yeah, Medea. That's Baxter Stockman. What? <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm, talk about that more in a couple of years. Two years. Yep. Uh, so he opened with Splinter, telling the turtle origin. Except not really. He just kind of describes them. And he explains that, yes, there's a Foot Clan. And they commit crime, but we don't really get an origin of them. I don't know. It was very weird. Uh, then we see April O'Neil. She's got the yellow jacket. Just so you know, it's April. And she's running a story about the stolen items from the dock, which I don't think uh, we really get a payoff to, unless it's those were the items that were contributing to the big thing at the end. But, like, Saks was already a billionaire, so why did he need to steal stuff? I don't know. So, at, uh, at night, she goes down to the docks and sees people robbing the boats, but Turtle shows up. And uh, she does not get a uh, photo, but uh, she tries to convince... And this is so stupid. She tries to convince Whoopi Goldberg of this should be the lead story. She has no proof. And then she's like, oh, there's a vigilante fighting back against the Foot Clan with no proof. And, uh, like, why would you think that you're... Why would you think that this story would air? You have no proof, and your story sounds ridiculous. Yeah, your story sounds made up. I mean, I've had things happen to me in my life that sound made up, that they're not, but, like, uh-huh. I acknowledge this, that, like, yes, this is hard to believe. Like, you would yeah. never believe the criticism that my professor had of uh, Passion of the Christ, but <laughs> it happened because I could never make that up. But yeah, I preface all the this when I tell that story of, like, this happened. I, I can't make it up. It's too stupid. So... Yeah, Whoopi wanted no part of the story. Cut to Shredder. He's without his costume. He beats up some guys. He says he doesn't believe in fairy tales because they tell him, like, oh, the turtles or whatever. So that's one scene of uh, Shredder that uh, is not Eric Sachs. Wait, he said, I don't believe in fairy tales? Yeah, something like that. Straight up a line from Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Come on now. Maybe he's a fan. Could be. We got to get you on that, Ed. I saw the first one. Yeah, but we need you to see the third one. It's it's almost as good, if not better, according to some. I saw Freddy vs. Jason. N- no. That was bad. It's awful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So we cut to the mayor. Um, that would be uh, Eric Sachs. I think he was the mayor. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. He's the CEO of San... I don't know. It's, I thought he was the mayor, but I guess he's not. Um, no. Okay. Well, he... Why is he giving a speech acting like the mayor? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> why when Stacy thinks she's so special that she can lead a whole parade for Spider-Man? Like, I don't know. Well, she got killed. That's what it's like a, serves her right. You're just the police chief's daughter. You're not... Like, what makes you so special? Well, Sax is giving a speech about cleaning up crime with the foot. That's why I must have thought he was the mayor. Because, like, he's yeah. a CEO. What CEOs talk about cleaning up crime in the city? I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I wrote he was clearly the bad guy. And April leaves, goes to the subway, and is caught by the Foot Clan. And the Foot Clan are all masked except this lady. I don't... She... In Wikipedia, she's credited as Foot Clan member, <laughs> so I guess they didn't give her a name, even though she was like the second in command. Yeah. Even though she's not going to be much around around much longer, so Lady Foot, we'll call her. Uh, she's like, "Yeah, turtles, we know you're out there. Come out, or we'll execute hostages." So the turtles come out, shut out the lights. They save everybody, beat up all the foot. They tie them up, you know. So, April follows uh, the turtles and takes their photo, and 
then she passes out because she sees all these talking turtles. They yeah. delete the photo from her phone, but as they're leaving, she takes another photo. So it's like, why didn't you just take her phone? <laughs> anyway, uh, she hears their name. She's like, oh, Raphael, Michelangelo. Hmm. She goes home. She looks in her old lab book. Well, her dad's old lab book because her dad was a scientist. And she looks at these old tapes and realizes that her dad and Sax were working at this uh, facility, and they were the ones who made the turtles. They had their, uh, they were the, her pets. They were genetically engineered, and yeah, that's uh, what happened. I actually didn't, I didn't mind. I mean, the coincidence that this would be the same girl is the, you know, would be yeah. the first one is astronomical. But I didn't mind the origin. It's something different, I guess. I mean, it yeah. gives some history. I guess that's okay. Maybe they should have done the Matt Murdock origin story. I kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, there's a tension between Leo and Raphael. And then, of course there is, because Raph's a dick. <laughs> yeah. This, this one felt forced. It's like, we have to put it in there, because everybody knows about that. And they didn't really go anywhere with it it's just like eh, is whereas like at least in the first movie Raph went off on his own and got his ass beat and yeah you know it, whatever so uh uh what's her name april goes back to the news station and this time she has evidence for Whoopi and is like hey this is what we should do and she fires her and says i'm going to start my own talk show with three other friends and we're going to talk about our views oh my gosh stop <laughs> You watch the view when you're when you're since you're sick when you stay home from work. Do you watch the view? No. Yeah, me neither. I'd rather watch anything else than daytime talk shows. Sounds bad. I will say this. Um, I noticed because when I worked the four to one shift, um, the talk is on at the Planet Fitness that I'm at because you know it's got t- like a million TVs and like one for every channel. Blah blah blah. And the talk comes on from one to two, and I noticed Jerry O'Donnell is on is on the talk. Uh, that sound is that one of those uh, view ripoff shows? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jerry O'Donnell. You remember the fat kid from uh, not Goonies, but Stand by Me? Of course. Yep. That, that that's him, Kangaroo Jack himself. <laughs> well, this is the last we'll see of Whoopi in the movie. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so Splinter finds out that the turtles are spotted and tells them to find April because she's in danger. April then visits Mayor, uh, not Mayor. <laughs> April then visits Sachs about the turtles. He tells April that we lost all the research in the fire, and Sachs tells April that the mutagen that the turtles possess it's like a, a miracle cure and it can reverse the effects of a, a terrible weapon or something. And we have to find them because they're the cure. So. Uh, later on, Donatello is able to send April a message to meet them. Cut back to Sax, who meets with Shredder. This is his second uh, out-of-costume appearance. Yeah. And uh, tells him about the turtles and that April will lead us right to them. Mm, okay. So back with April, Splinter tells her their origin story, which we, we all know. And says, you know, April's dad found out about Sax this, I didn't understand this part. So the turtles were genetically engineered. Sure. And April's dad found out that Sax was evil and set fire to the lab, but in doing so, killed himself? Because he mentioned he died in the fire. So it's like April's dad started a fire and then died in it? What? Nah, they explained that later. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, yeah. What is the explanation? Because that's how I took away that he died in the own his own fire that he created. No, Sax uh, shot him. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay, I like my mine better because it's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna commit arson and then no. just died in the fire that he made. That would be hilarious, but no, Sax uh, shot him in the uh, in the lab. Actually, because Sax had the remark of like, "Oh, this is uh, 
this is uh, history repeating itself. April. Oh yeah. Yep. Man, my, well, mine's still funnier. <laughs> he should have got out of the lab at least. Like you start the fire, get the hell out. I don't know. April got out and the turtles, but he didn't. Yeah. Well, Splinter tells April that Shredder raised Sax when they were he was born in Japan, which we found out earlier. Which, again, felt very forced. It's like, the Shredder guy, he's just an add-on. At this point, just make Sax Shredder. I know it would piss people off, but whatever. Yeah. Shredder's just an add-on character. And he shows up, like the foot bursts in, they fight the turtles, then Shredder shows up in this giant big robot suit. So it's like... Again, what's the point of even being a karate master if you're just going to wear this giant suit made of knives? Yeah. And, like I said, just have it be a robot. Just have Sax controlling it. I don't know. Whatever. <clears throat> anyway, Shredder fights Splinter, and it's like, there's no history here. That's what was annoying. It's like, these characters don't know each other, so it's hard to care. So, Shredder beats Splinter... And the turtles surrender, and all the turtles except Raphael are captured, and Splinter is left behind, all covered in rubble. And they take uh, Vern's van to Sax's house. Sax explains that he wants the turtles' blood drained for an antidote. He then explains his big plan. And I want you, Caleb, to tell me where you might have heard this before. They plan to unleash an evil toxin onto the city, get millions of people sick... And Sax's company will provide an antidote, not vaccine, antidote, and be paid billions by the government for the vaccine, for the antidote. Oh, no. And he will be, as he said, stupid rich. You mean to tell me. (laughs) You mean to tell me. Global elite, the lizard people, (laughs) stole their master plot. From the 2014 classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Look. Is that what you're saying? It's a thought. Mm. So Sax is basically Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, look. I'm not suggesting COVID was released on purpose. But the fact that Pfizer and Moderna made billions on their vaccine... And, and that's billion. literally Sax's plan. I could not help but notice the the, the commonalities. Yeah. One is just it being released intentionally. The other was released, uh, I certainly hope, accidentally. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that was, uh, I was like, wow. He wants to be paid billions of dollars by the government for his antidote. It's like, that's literally Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, it worked. I mean, it, yeah. as we've seen in reality, it's a good plan. So, anyway, uh, Raphael fights Shredder, and, uh, oh, yeah, because they showed up. And April and Vern free the turtles. They had a lot of their dread, blood drained, but not all of it. And But they give them adrenaline. And the group escapes after this lengthy chase scene where they're going down a mountain. It was kind of cool. Ladyfoot, yeah. I think, got killed in this, I think. And uh, we also see Vern looking at April's ass because it's Michael Bay. Why not? Yeah, of course. Michael Bay has, like, the biggest crush on Megan Fox. Who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, she's uh, she's not in much anymore. No. Anyway, uh, they make uh, they make it to this big radio tower downtown New York. This is where they were going to unleash the toxin. It's where Shredder is. And they make their way to the roof. I did like the scene where they're riding up the elevator and they're, like, banging on their weapons, making music. That was fun. Yeah, that was that was nice, yes. It's good goofy Ninja Turtles. Stuff. Yeah, no, it was a nice little break from all the drama, you know. Yeah, that 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 right there, that's the essence of the Ninja Turtles. It's like, we, we fight, we kick ass, but we also goof around. Yeah, we have fun here. It's a, it's a tough line to, to manage, and this movie, they did it once. Anyway, after uh, getting beat up, they eventually do beat Shredder. They knock him off the roof, sort of, um, but he comes back. He's just clinging to the side, 
And April and Vern take out Sax. I guess this is where Sax told uh, April that he did not, that he killed her dad. Yeah. Even though it's funnier to imagine him just dying in the fire that he made. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I gotta burn all the research. Oh, jeez, I forgot I gotta get a pathway out of here. I set fire to myself in a corner. Uh, anyway, Shredder's back on the roof. He knocks over this radio antenna, and they're like, oh, if the radio antenna falls over, the toxin will still launch, because they delayed it yeah. electronically. And April distracts Shredder as the turtles hold the antenna and uh, threatens... You know, April's like, I'll drop this antidote, and then you won't have anything. This is the last of it. And then the tower half falls over. It's like you know, sandwiched in between two buildings. Uh, Shredder gets the antidote back as the turtles save April, and because like they're all dangling like a uh, barrel of monkeys, like how they had their arms all clung together. So it's kind of like that. And yeah. she's like, "Swing me over to Shredder." And even though Shredder had no problem launching like a million knives out of his suit, he just decides, "I'm not going to do that right now." <laughs> yeah, I could easily hit all of them. They're all just lined up there, especially April. But uh. No, she, uh, they swing her over, she kicks Shredder, and he falls, maybe to his death. But he's a robot, I think. I mean, even Vern called him a robot at one point in the movie. Like, the character in the movie said, the turtles are fighting a big robot. But yeah. it's like, it wasn't a robot. But it might as well have been. I don't get it. Just make Sax the robot at this point. It doesn't, who cares? Uh, anyway, the rest of the radio tower falls over. I noticed this in the theater when I watched it. I still remembered it, so I'm like, I gotta count. So I set a stopwatch. They all say their goodbyes, and I counted. This radio tower falls for 52 seconds. <laughs> Which, uh, I know buildings in New York are high. They're not that high. Yeah. So, uh, they, and then it just lands, and they're like, oh, we're fine. Okay. Like, well, that was, uh, stupid, but... Yeah, but I guess they wanted it, Raphael, the professor's love for his brothers. I guess it paid off with that, but it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we cut over to Shredder, his hand moves, so it's like, oh, he's still alive, but the antidote next to him is all smashed. Yeah. Well, back in the sewers, Splinter's better. The turtles then pay April a visit. They got the new turtle van, which uh, looked kind of cool, I guess. I'm glad they threw that in there. And then uh, Mikey accidentally blows up Vern's new car. Hopefully he got, yeah. gap, hopefully he got gap insurance and uh, the end. Yeah, and that's that's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. Yeah, um, fairly quick. Not even, uh, it, was, it says 101 like an hour minutes, an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. No well, post-credit scene. No, I was Paramount being, because like, I thought there might have been. I looked it up, there wasn't, but... Uh, as soon as the movie ended, Paramount's like, shut it off. I'm like, well, I, let me watch the credits to see if this... And then I went back in. It's like, they say their line again, and then it shuts off right at the credits start. I'm like, okay, Paramount, I won't watch the friggin' credits. Jesus. Gee. Like, sorry, I just wanted to see who helped make the movie and see if there was a post credit scene, but... Yeah. Paramount's like, no, you're done with this movie. It's over. Yeah, you're done. Okay, you're... fine. Oh, Jeez. man. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just mad because you made Halo and completely botched it. I'm just glad I got Paramount Plus for free. That's what I'm quite glad. Uh, I don't mind. Actually, uh, I'm going to start using Paramount Plus a lot because I'm getting a VPN and I'm going to watch the local NFL games because Ooh. it is 2022. The fact yeah. that we still cannot get all... NFL games every week is insane to me. Yeah. I mean, are you old? You, okay, do you watch March Madness? Yes, sure. yes. Are you old enough to remember that there was a time when March Madness would only give you, like, a few games? No. Also, yeah. Like, okay, so I'm in Ohio. It's like you'd probably get, like, Ohio State, Pitt, Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana, like, all the Big Ten teams. But then if it's, like, Oh man, UCLA is in a really close game with Arizona. It's like, eh, can't watch it. Sorry, you're gonna have to watch, you know, um, this. Uh, I don't know, Louisville blowing out. Uh, I don't know some 
so I'm liberty, assuming. and it's like, no, I want to watch this UCLA game. It's like it's you know it's a it's a it's a it's a three over a fourteen or sorry a fourteen over a three. Like this is close. And yeah. Like, nope. Nope. Oh. And then if it gets really out of hand, they're like, okay, we're gonna switch coverage. And it's like, well, finally, but now yeah. you can watch all of them. Yeah. And I've just been waiting ever since they switched that. I'm like, this is great. Now I can watch all the March Madness games. And it's like NFL. Are, are you ever going to do this? And it's like, nope, but you can pay like $500 for DirecTV's thing. Like, yeah, I, I don't gonna, want to. The Titans aren't worth you that. Can for, <laughs> you could pay for Sunday ticket, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think things are happening with Apple Plus behind the scenes or Apple TV, whatever, but, uh, or Amazon, whoever bought the big NFL thing, but I don't know. Just give me something to be able to watch the teams at a cheaper, because Sunday ticket got real expensive. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to try yeah. the Paramount Plus VPN. But the fact that NFL, all the games aren't available on Sunday is insane to me. And I thought 10 years ago we would have figured this out now, but here we are. And anyway. Good stuff. <laughs> let's grade this movie. Yes, let's. So, for reference... By and large, folks, by and large, forgettable. The The biggest compliment I can pay it is that William Fishner was fine, he had fun, and this wasn't too long. It didn't overstay its welcome. As such, I'm giving this a 4 out of 10. Well, I just want to take you down the path of Ninja Turtles movies. I'll skip the animated one, because we're... We're just doing live action. Ninja Turtles 1, I gave a 7.5, you gave a 7, and Eli gave an 8. Turtles 2, I gave a 6.5, you gave a 5, and Eli gave a 7.5. Turtles 3, I gave a 2, you gave a 2.5, and, and Eli gave a 3. So there was a, a, a decline there. Um, I would say this one was better than Ninja Turtles 3. That was very bad. It was not as good as Turtles 2 because Turtles 2 was at least campy fun. It could have been a little more serious, but eh. So it's got to be between a 2 and a 6.5. And so you know what? I will agree. I will go with a 4 as well. Scoragami! Uh, yeah, kind of. But, uh, yeah, it's, like you said, forgettable. I don't know if it would have been better if, you know, William Fitchner was Shredder and controlling him as a robot. It certainly would have given him a little more history with Splinter and them. I guess that would have been okay. I like my idea of the origin story of Shredder where he's a human and then gets turned into a rat. I guess that, I mean, that might have made the movie a little bit better. Maybe make the turtles' faces a little bit better. Yeah. This was, I mean... I don't want to say... I don't want to give it the old back to formula. I would have definitely changed the origin story. But uh, made the turtles' faces a little better. Maybe make it a little more charming and less... You know, forced. Like, uh... I don't know. But there there could have been a good movie in there. They just, just didn't quite get there. Could yeah. have been an enjoy. This could have been a six or seven. But uh, not quite. Not quite. Mm. Oh well, we had a we we were on such a roll of great movies too. Well, two. Well, now we're not. Yeah. We're, <laughs> well, we'll start next up again week, next week, folks. Fire up stars because we are going to be reviewing Sin City: A Dame to Kill For. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to have to go to the library. Uh, you shouldn't have to. I. I just got to find my stars login because I know I have a star subscription, but you should be fine. Well, maybe because I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this in the group chat or the, uh, or on the podcast, but they hold the movies behind the counter at the library and they must think I have the worst movie picks because I yeah. go in there and it's like, yep, that copy of Lone Ranger, that's me. Yep. Robocop. That's, that that's mine. And, uh, yeah, so. I, you know, Sin City, uh, I don't know. I've never seen it, but 
when a sequel comes out this far after the original, it's uh, not a great sign. Nope. Not usually. Yeah. Got a fun story for next week for the time capsule, though. I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, folks. We uh, thank you for listening, and I'm going to get out of here, probably go to sleep. And, uh, yeah, On thank you NFL for listening. NFL day? Bro, I just I don't feel it, man. Trey Lance, you're going to miss his first start? Maybe. It just depends on how I feel, and I don't think I'm going to get astronomically better within one hour. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) Who do you play today? Chicago. Oh, you'll probably win, too. Yeah. Either way. uh, Although week week one has the crazy stuff that happens. I would never bet week one. Too many many crazy results. Yeah, too many, too many. All right, folks, we're getting out of here, and uh, cowabunga!